Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back. The second station is brought to you by Callie's Love. Man's best friend is his dog. Shout out to rescue my to many, but a life's a pain to me. To me, nothing promotes true home happiness in a household, but I love the pain of a pet. Especially at a time like this, get yourself a little pet friend like mine at your local, at your local animal shelter, pound and nursery. Save their life and they just might save yours. Now it's time for your Sports Center update. Talked about the MLS and them trying to reach a CBA potential lockout. They did reach a CBA through 2027, looking like the soccer fans are going to get MLS back here pretty soon. Mark Few records his 22nd straight 20-win season, second all-time tying with Bill Self, Division I men's only trailing Mike Krzyzewski. Talked about the fan-controlled football league a little bit. Johnny Manziel's return to football with the Zappers. He played Marshawn Lynch, talking about eating salads and croutons and taking shits. Pretty wild. On this day, 1999, Reggie White retired. He's second all-time in sacks, but he's also known for the watershed lawsuit, which led to unrestricted free agency, where he got to Green Bay. Black history always, not just for this month. Colin Cohort is back. After a hell scare, he's made it back to Fox Sports 1, his daily slot. Noon, as so is Anna Consorstam. She's set to make a comeback, slated to compete in the Gamebridge LPGA February 25th through 28th at Lake Nona Golf and Country. Finally, a few things to get here. Talked about Denny Hamlin. He did not compete his three-peat. That was Michael now won the Daytona 500 yesterday. The Bears hire former Packers defensive corner Mike Pettin. Thought that was pretty wild. About to have Rich, a first-time guest, coming through. Getting into some hockey. Getting into some other sports. Looking forward to doing that for sure. Pretty fired up to get into that conversation, got into a little bit of, basically a lot actually, the NBA conversation with Rich Hot Takes this morning, also touched on a few other sports topics, and I just needed to play this before Rich gets here momentarily, Johnny Manziel, his press conference after playing yesterday in the fan-controlled football league. Win or lose, we loot booze on the zappers. Unbelievable, this guy. Listen to this. Okay, that just summed him up because he had issues with alcohol, which I believe led to some issues with drugs. And in the end, you, you nailed it. He prioritized partying over playing professional football. Yeah. And he admits now, I just never really wanted to play professional football. It wasn't my goal. It wasn't his dream. No, it wasn't his dream. And so... He goes to Houston, I mean Houston, to uh, Houston had the first overall pick, and, and again. It's an absolute shame, man. Johnny Manziel, seen him back playing some fan-controlled football, but this man was a Heisman winner. This man had all the potential in the world to play in the National Football League. We saw these young guys making an impact right now, and this man can't even find himself an actual job as a backup, nothing. He's not even in the league. It's uh, it is sad. It is sad to see, and I'm not rooting for him in this fan-controlled football league. And if he thinks 
that this is going to be his comeback when he's got quotes also saying that he's washed up and this and that. I mean, I don't really see this going well or ending well for Johnny Manziel, which potentially if these fans can project, uh, project these rosters, hopefully he's on one going forward with that performance that he put up yesterday. Not great. Uh, looking forward to getting into some hockey. I'm not a hockey guy, so trying to clean up on it for sure will be good. And Rich is going to accept this link hopefully any minute. We'll be good to go. It's interesting to see what's going on with hockey, though, after they had to change it around a little bit with the conferences due to the COVID and then coming back after being in a bubble to get their season done during the pandemic once it hit. So we'll see what Rich has to say about that. Got a few interesting stats that I saw just on the NHL just this past week. Not sure how many games or anything they've actually played. So kind of looking forward to that. Got the standings up on my instagram page or at least what they think is the hot 16 or something like that so looking forward to who he likes what he likes about these teams on that list and a couple other stories around the nhl i'm sure you can fill me in on then i believe he's a washington football team fan which is great because i'm a giants fan so i'd love to hear what he thinks with the washington football team is going to do at quarterback a lot of rumors swirling around what they're going to do this offseason Curious to what he has to say about that. And then, of course, I always got to sprinkle in a little bit of the uh, hot stories in sports. You know, Brady went in a Super Bowl for the seventh time. Oh, word. Let's go. Yeah. What's up, bro? You got to take, take your uh, thing off mute. It'll probably be, like, right in the... I don't even know, like the corner. I don't know. I've never seen it from like that side. I'm so pumped. Coastal Carolina alum right here. Oh, you just cut the cut the video. It's all good. We'll figure it out. <clears throat> what are you doing, Kelly? Oh, oh, there you are. Now? Oh, yeah, I can hear him now. Okay. Yeah. What's good, my guy? What's up, brother? Coastal Carolina alum right here. Yo, appreciate the uh, appreciate the time you come on talking some sports with me. That's dope. Uh, so I hear you're a big hockey guy. I'm not. So this is great for me because I really need to get filled in on this. And I had, a couple, I had a couple things I needed to ask you. But before I ask you anything hockey-related, NHL-related, obviously, right? Uh, fill me in a little bit about who you like so I can do a little research on it just in case you come back on the pod and uh, what you're doing just in terms of with uh, liking hockey and stuff like that. All right, so I'm a big Islander fan, big time Islander fan. Uh, I'm, I'm a construction worker who's currently working at the Islanders' new stadium. Yeah, okay, time out because Shaden told me that and I just needed to confirm that. That is fucking sweet, dude. That is real cool. Tell me a little bit about that for sure. So I just joined the union as a carpenter. First job I got put on, they threw me right out to Belmont for the new stadium. Oh and, wow! Uh, it's gonna be awesome to you know be able to tell my kids that I was there. That is that is real sweet that you're a part of that, dude. Like I'm uh, 
especially I could just imagine in my sense, like being able to like build a golf course, I guess like that'd be sweet for me. Like I'm a big golf guy. So like, since you're a big hockey guy, that's sweet, dude. Uh, I don't know much about the island. How are they doing right now? How are the islanders even doing? We're, right right. we're, we're mid- middle of the pack right now. Last year went to the Eastern conference finals. So, uh, it's been, uh, it's been a, a good couple of last couple of years. Got to win the Stanley Cup, though, man. I've been I've been alive 25 years now. I haven't had one team win a championship, and last year was the closest I ever got. They haven't won. They haven't won a single time since you've been alive. No, but no team that I covered ever have won a championship, except for Coastal. Coastal Carolina won when I was uh, when I was there. Oh yeah, baseball that, squad. Yep. All right, word. I'm not a national. Oh yeah, so I just needed to confirm. So it's Islanders, and then your your football team, Washington football team. All right, I got a few things to get into you with that. What else you got for me? New York Mets, New York Knicks. Ooh, okay, like that a lot, like that a lot. Okay, word, like to, like to hear that. Let's get into uh, a few of these things I had for you in the NHL, though. Dude. They they did the bubble. They did the bubble when the pandemic hit, and I was curious to get a little bit of your reaction just on the, how the bubble went, how that was for a fan, just in terms of them having to obviously shut down because of the pandemic. I mean... I love NBA, and for them shutting down, it was like tragedy, bro. Like, I went out and bought a newspaper so yeah. I could uh, remember the day that sports shut down. Like, it was tragedy. They shut down NHL, everything. It was horrible. It was one of the worst days of my life. So I was just going to try to get back into that bubble aspect for you and how hockey went. And then Tampa Bay Lightning won the ship and stuff. And just in terms of how the bubble shaked out, is that what you expected? And just in general, maybe a little bit of that bubble for NHL for me. Yeah, so I guess looking back on it, um, I felt like the younger t- teams did a lot really good, just because you know they just have that mo- that they don't have families at home. They're able to go out there and just kind of have fun. You know, in high school when you go away for like whatever track meets, you know, away games, you know, you just get on the bus. It would just be a whole night with you know all your boys and stuff. Yeah, AAU or so, something. Yeah, yeah. So for that, like the the Islanders, a younger team like them, uh, I just felt like they connected so well. They were able to go to the hotel, you know. They had ping pong tournaments and stuff like that. So, like, I don't know. Looking back on it, I felt like the younger teams did a lot better than some of the older guys that probably would rather just, you know, go home at night, go home to their families and stuff like that. Same thing with NBA, too. Yep. So. Yeah, that's a good point. So, I just, just leading off of that and then leading into this season, before I guess I ask you this, how much different, because I'm just not a big, like, hockey guy. How much different is this whole four-conference things they're doing compared to, like, what uh, what the NHL schedule or format normally would be? Well, like, is it, like, drastically different? Or, or like, what's the deal? Uh, so I wouldn't say drastically different. I think a lot of the divisions are similar. I think there's just been – there's usually three teams in each conference. Now there's two. So, you know, you have teams that – move to different uh, divisions, but nothing drastic. A lot of the East, you know, every division is set up where, okay, you're versing a lot of guys in the Northeast, you're versing a lot of guys in the Southwest, something like that. So it's really not much different than that. Uh, I do feel like, though, it's they put a lot of games together where you're versing the same team two, three, four times in a row. And so it's like almost like a mini playoff series. And so it's that is kind of sick. You know, when you verse a team two times in a row, if you lose the first game, the team that lost is coming out hard. It's like they're going to win the next game. So that's kind of how it's been. It's literally been back and forth. I think all the divisions are going to go down to the wire. So I'm glad you brought that up, bro, because if there's anything I do watch, it's playoff hockey because, like, I always hear, oh, playoff hockey is the best. So, like, I just watch playoff hockey because that's what everyone says to do. I mean, I just – I've never really been into hockey to have a team, whatever. But, like, I do enjoy watching some playoff hockey. That aspect of it is basically brought in. You got a series. 
I did see it was, was it the Blues and the Coyotes? Do I have that right? They play, they're about to play seven straight games against each other because of, uh, you know, the COVID in the, in the conferences like we just talked about. And granted, would they do that if they go seven games in, uh, in the playoffs, but I don't think, I think looking at some of the stats on that, I don't think that's ever happened in the NHL. And if it has, it goes really far back. So I'm sure that provides some intrigue, but I guess on the opposite side of the coin on that, I do need to bring it up because I do ask everyone that is a fan of sports. And this goes into, we'll, we'll lead this into the NBA. I'll ask you after too. We'll get into the Knicks a little bit. Uh, the whole thing with, the whole thing with the pandemic for me and the sports going on through it. Not that I agree with it, but a lot of people say, Oh, you got to put an asterisk on that. Like because of the NBA going into a bubble and them having to play, you know, in a bubble and no road games because of the MLB only having 60 games and them, them crowning a champion after that because of the NHL only having four conferences ago, you get my point. It did the, is the NHL, is that, true for the NHL or are you just like nah fuck no like there's no point like you're happy that they just got through it because like I'm more on that side like especially with the NBA I'm not a big baseball guy but it was, I, I was like oh there's no way they're getting through this they got all the way through 60 games and had a world champion that was great to see and similar to me with the NHL not that I'm following it as much but they got through a bubble they're gonna hopefully get through a season and crown a champion to me it's not it's not asterisk if anything it's even more hard to do but do you have anything to say about that take that you, I hear a lot just in sports now, obviously, with the pandemic going on? Right. So I don't think I would put an asterisk next to it. I, would, I wouldn't say, oh, you know, they only had to play 60 games. Oh, they only had to play this many, whatever. I, they, there was no fans or something like that. A championship is a championship for me. Will people remember that it was the COVID year? 100%. It's going to be the COVID year. Oh, they won that COVID year. But for me... Not at all. I don't think it's. I don't think it's something that's like looked down upon. Like, oh, they're not. They weren't as good as 2019's champion because they didn't have to go through as much or something like that. Like you said, some people could look at it as it was even tougher for just the circumstances, just not not being able to see your family for whatever two, three, four months. You know, in the NBA's situation, but yeah, agreed. I don't, I don't put an asterisk next to it. Yeah, agreed. Uh, just with the there's just like a one Canadian conference, obviously, right? Because that was the whole no. So. The, the way they did it is, I was looking at this yesterday because I knew you were going to ask me something like this. There, so all the Canadian teams are in one conference, but there are th- three or four teams that are in Canada that are in the Western Conference, and the Toronto Maple Leafs are only on the in the Eastern Conference. They're now put in the Western Conference, so they actually switch conferences to be able to play this year. Oh wow! So, so, so there are teams that are in the United States that are playing teams against Canada, in in Canada. Copy that. That's uh, and do you know if they're allowing any fans at all or no? So, so it's weird. Some teams are allowed and some teams aren't. Similar to the um, NBA. Similar to the NBA. Which, which I, which I, I need to get you. Yeah, I need to get your take on that because I'm like, all right, I'm like, this is my take on it. I, I'm, I like going to sports games. That's like one of my favorite things, bro. Like I'd even hit a hop a hockey game. Like, bro, I love sports games. But if you're only allowing it at like the NBA was doing like nine out of 30 for a minute. I'm like, yo, how is that fair for the other? And I suck at math. What is that? 19. I'm like, that's fucking garbage. I'm like, it's either everybody or nobody. Do you agree with that take or what? 130%. That's also probably because my teams don't have any fans in it. So yeah. I'm Cause all the New York ones, you're not like, yeah, it's fucking it's bullshit. 30%. It's 130% a disadvantage. It's crazy. 130%. 
fans make a complete difference in momentum and in everything. I mean, in playoffs, it's a, a different story. It's a different story. But yeah, I couldn't agree. I, I couldn't agree, agree with, with your take more. I couldn't disagree with how the leagues have been handling that. I mean, it, it's just like another thing for me too, with like only allowing so many in, and it's like, not that. It's like, bro, how am I going to get to go to a game? How's the average guy? Like, am I going to have to pay fucking, what, 600 bucks to go to whatever? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's already expensive enough. So it's just like, I don't know. I'm hoping it shakes out where we can get back in there and, like, watching the teams we like. But it's just like, for guys like you and me, like, younger, what, average, single, athletic, we're not going to get be able to get the vaccine and be like, oh, yeah, we can go to games if that's the requirement. So I'm like, fuck, this is beat. I ain't going to be able to go to games for a minute. Uh, I did want to get your take though, cause I didn't know you were a Knicks guy and I've been, uh, I'm not really, I love NBA, but I'm not really a Knicks guy. My, my friend, Rich, I don't know if you know him. He loves the Knicks. He, if you listen to any of my pods, he's a bit, he's a big rich, uh, or a Knicks guy. I'm sorry. I don't know why I said rich. That's cause it's your name. Uh, and it's his name. And I'm like, yo, there's so many riches that come on my pod. It's crazy. I'm like, I don't know. It's, I, like it's just like the hot guest name on the pod. I, I love like it. To be part of that. Yeah, bro. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, I said at the beginning of the year, bro, I'm like, yo, I think the Knicks are going to win more games than anyone gives them credit for. Like, you know, everyone's like, oh, hey, same old sorry, Knicks. Like, it's the same thing we've seen. When I'm like, nah, not this year, dude. I'm seeing something a little different. Like, I'm not the biggest Thibodeau guy, but I did kind of, like, appreciate the hire where, like, they needed something to be like, all right, dude. Like, I'm thinking of, like, my high school coach where it's like, it's just, like, gritty and shit, bro. Like, you need to, like, change something up there. I think it worked. Like, he got the best out of Julius Randle. Uh, Rich, my other guy, Rich, is like, yeah, he's always grinding the guys into the ground. But, like, Quickly's playing good minutes now. I love that pick. Toppin yeah. hopefully gets some more minutes getting healthy and Mitchell Robinson having to go down. So, hopefully he gets on the court a little more. Uh, I think the D-Rose trade was great. And a lot of people, like, questioning that. I'm like, bro, what? We're, you're right there where I said you were going to be, like, in playoff contention. And why wouldn't you want to make the playoffs? Like, I don't know. I think that helps. Ever since you added D-Rose, I covered it with Rich a little bit earlier, I think you guys outscored opponents 74 uh, points off the bench. So, definitely been an, a good addition. He said something about uh, RJ's Bar- uh, Barrett's minutes being down since the addition of D-Rose. But uh, just overall, I'll get you in just on how you think the Knicks season has gone thus far. Obviously, you've been watching them a bit, I assume. So, yeah, it's been pretty good. I think that they're obviously playing a lot better. Defensively, they're a lot better. Thibodeau definitely helps on that point. Your buddy's definitely right about the minutes thing. Randall's minutes and R.J. Barrett's minutes, in the they were leading the league in minutes in the, yep. like the first like 20 games. So that was not probably not good, especially someone like R.J. Barrett, who's young. He doesn't need to get all those minutes like that. Yeah. Uh, but they look good. They've been playing a lot better. Uh, quickly, he's been sick, man. I think he's going to be a stud. I, I love him. him. Uh, D, the D. Rose trade, like you're talking, I think they help. You know, I just – in the in the NBA, man, you got to have a superstar to win. So you know it's good to say that they're in the play, like they're in the playoffs. It's been years, you know. So this is a good one to ask you because this is what he always says, and we kind of got into this, and I think we got onto the point where he's on my side on this. But like as a Knicks fan, you well, like it's been a minute since you've been good, like right, mellow. Like last time you made the playoffs, right? He's a big mellow guy. I love mellow. He's been balling on the Blazers right now too. Uh would you rather like be like like? Like, I'm telling him, I'm like, bro, like, what would you rather have? Like, not make the playoffs. Like, all right, right now you're competitive right on the edge. And then, like, would you rather not make it? Like, nah. Or would you rather make it and get bounced in the first round? Because that's what he's saying. He's like, bro, we're going to make it as, what, a 7-8 and eight and get bounced in the ra- first round? I'm like, it don't matter, bro. 
I'm like, you're building chemistry. Like you're, you're, you're setting a tone where like you can play meaningful games rather than the thing it's always been where you aren't playing any, any meaningful games. So I think that shit does matter when you've been sorry for a long time, i.e. my Giants, i.e. your Washington football team, which I wanted to get into a little bit. Like when you're not good for like three, four seasons, like anything to at least like say you're like close to playoff contention is at least something as a diehard fan. So I just wanted to know, like, would you rather the Knicks make it and get bounced in the first round or like just not make the playoffs at all? Like I assume you're on just making the playoffs, right? Like it's better to be like, oh shit, we made the playoffs this year. But you'd be surprised how many Knicks fans are out here saying like, nah, like I want a higher pick. Like what are we doing? You know, I'm just like, bro, what? Like you're trying to win. No shot. Playoffs are definitely the move. Like I said before, you need a superstar to win. The only way to get superstars to come on your team in free agency is to win and have a, a decent record and for them to think, okay, I'm the guy that's going to make the difference. I'm the guy that's going to take them to the next step and win a championship. So definitely you got to make the playoffs. Not making the playoffs is not bad. And the Knicks have Dallas's first-round pick. Every time, every time, I look at them as much as I look at the Knicks to make sure they're losing and making sure that that, that draft pick is the one that matters. We have two first-round picks for the next couple of years. It's I'm, I'm looking at – we're not worried. We can't be worried about draft picks. We've been worried about draft picks for way too long now. We got Quickly, who looks like a stud, Toppin, who's developing, RJ, who you could build around. You got two first-round picks. The Knicks are on the right road. Don't need, don't need a force nothing. Yeah, it's great because if you go listen to the first half of my pod and my boy Rich talking about the Knicks, it sounds just like you. Your name's Rich talking about the Knicks. Love it. Speaking of making the playoffs – you definitely have me in this regard. Uh, the Washington football team makes the playoffs, wins the division. I, I I assumed you knew this. When was the last time Washington football team won the division? Oof. Four, four, 13? Yeah, because I knew. So that's what I think it was one of those two. Because I knew that it had been, uh, it's been 16 straight seasons in our division where there's not been a back-to-back winner. So it's just been... Uh, you know, shifting around all over the joint, but you got it this year. Your defense was incredible. Uh, Chase Young, I think, you know, he was defensive rookie of the year. I think he's going to be a stud in this league for a, a long time. You're looking able to build there. I think Ron Rivera got hooked up for you guys in terms of getting through everything he got through with cancer this entire season, and then now being able to say he beat cancer and you guys make the playoffs with a dude with, that's comeback player of the year off of 17 surgeries and almost lost his leg. It's literally, it's crazy story, man. I'm so happy for you. But I do want to know because I did see that Alex Smith wasn't ready to retire. And I did see that you guys signed Taylor Haneke, which by the way, I thought he was about to beat the Bucks, man. I was rooting for that shit like a motherfucker. And we'll get into it. We'll get into the topic after this. But yo, I'm... I'm huge anti-Bucks, or basically Brady is the way to say it, but I thought you guys had it. He played great. You signed him to like a two-year two 8.57, I think I saw. Uh, curious if you think that's the way to go. Heineke, Smith, like can you guys win the division again with that defense and those quarterbacks, or are you more interested in some of these guys that you're seeing that could potentially on be on the market? And let's just be real. We all want Deshaun Watson. If so, if you can get Deshaun Watson, yes, you're going to take him. But are there any other names that you're like, nah, I kind of wanted him. You know, I think he can take us, you know, to keep winning this division. Yeah, so 
the quarterbacks, they could, we could win the division with this defense. That Our defense alone can win the division. I don't care who the QB is. Those three QBs that we had on our team this year could help. The defense would lead this team to a division win, but that's it. They wouldn't lead us any further. We need a different QB. This Russell Wilson drama that I hear going on is 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 intriguing for me. That's what I like to see. He's from Washington. Really? So I, would like, I would like to see him request it for Shway. Oh trade. wow. That would be something that would If be that really happens, you gotta come back on the pod. That'd be that'd be fire, because that'd be the first time I've heard that one. That would be really fire for you. Uh him, there's Deshaun Watson. And actually there's Derek Carr rumors going around. I don't know how much is true about it, but him. But other than that, like they were talking about, like Mariota, someone like that. Like I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. He's not not gonna bring us. Clearly, you like what the team's doing, Ron Rivera, just in general, the team. And I just kind of ask you that in general, just to get your vibe from right now, to kind of ask you after this, uh, what it was, what it was like after you know this entire season. But like right now, you you look like where they're at, right? I mean, shit, your defense, yeah, hundred percent. There's free agency is gonna be fun. There's gonna be so. This offseason is going to be sick, for, just for the NFL entirety, man. It's, yeah, it's like 70. There's 70- so many moving parts right now. There's going to be teams that go from the bottom to the top and from the top to the bottom like you've never seen before. Right now where the Washington's at, I love. Their yeah. defense is sick. I don't think people realize, you know, I know they know Chase Young, but I don't think they realize how sick they're. We had a seventh-round pick, Cam Curl, who's a, a strong safety for us that was just one a, another top pick for Defensive Player of the Year. Like, just – we're on the we're definitely on the right road. I like where we're going. QB needs to be figured out. Yeah, Alan like if Ron you could if you could figure out the QB, I'd be scared as a Giants fan for sure cuz I completely agree. I'm scared as hell as the defense. Terry McLaurin is the real deal, I think. Antonio Gibson is a nice uh, workhorse and you got other guys that are in the backfield. I mean, the offensive line is what the weakness i guess right of the team and they're they've gotten that under control if they're able to protect alex smith somewhat so you just fix that a little bit i mean shit that looks like a really nice place to go i guess i'd ask you is it not a nice place to go because of the ownership because of all the rumors that you hear with obviously the controversies that have come up with this team let's get it not twisted they had to change their name I uh, I don't I try not to say as uh, say that name as much, but it'll randomly slip out. It's like I was telling Shane was on the pod yesterday, and she's like, "Yeah," I was like asking her about you and who you liked as a team. She just kept saying it. I was like, "You realize that they're not called that anymore?" And she's just like, "Yeah," he tells me all the time. I got I'm like, "Yeah," that's the problem because people just call it that like it's like not changed. But I ask you like, how is that as a fan of the team like? Are you happy about it? Are you like what? Well, where are you at with that? So I'm definitely in, right in the middle. I hate that the just the past and everything in the past, the Redskins name, kind of just gets thrown in the garbage to shit. Like I just feel like it's just forgotten about now. And so that part of things, like I don't, I don't like. I don't like how teams can just change their name like that. In terms of where we were as an organization with the Snyder drama, with. Uh, the GM situation with drafting mad QBs in the last 10 years and not a total switch of an organization and for them to do it that year was all right with me because you brought in Ron Rivera, you get the new name, GM, and hopefully Schneider's just, I don't like Schneider. I don't, I don't like the way he, I saw things about when they drafted Haskins, how he just came in and just, it was just, it's awful. And just for them to do like a total switcheroo like that, bringing Rivera, bringing a bunch of new guys, 
hopefully it's a new era. Hopefully there's there actually becomes a name. Hopefully I don't I don't I mean the Washington football team is sick. The logo's sick. They got kind of this nice updated colors and stuff. That's all sick, but I don't want football team is definitely not not the future for me. I'm glad you brought up Haskins just real quick cuz like oh, no. cuz I was covering Haskins for a minute. I'm like, "Yo, this dude ain't going to get another job." Like, what the fuck? And then he signs a one year with the Steelers like just quickly, you got any thoughts on your boy Dwayne Haskins? I have a lot of thoughts because all my buddies are from Philly. Big Eagles fans. I hate them because of <laughs> last summer, every day, Dwayne Haskins would post a video of his development, of his moves, of his practices. I would text and I would call my buddy. I would be like, yo, I'm telling you, this is the QB of the future. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. And he goes out and he did what he did this year. And it's just like, I, I fucking hate the guy because of him. And I do not like it because of him. He po- the, day he signed with, the day he signed with Pittsburgh, he posted new start on, like, on social media. It's like, get off of social media and yeah. actually get to work, bro. Saw that. Let all of Washington down. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, the Eagles don't have much better to say about their situation, bro. Yeah, the fuck, the, fuck the Eagles. It's not great. Uh... There's their quarterback situation is not ideal for sure. No. Um, so let's let's get to the juicy part of the takes here. You bit. I guess the easiest way to ask this: How do you feel about Tom Brady winning his seventh Super Bowl? I guess it was last Sunday. Now, uh, you a big Brady guy? No, definitely not a big Brady guy. I wouldn't. I'm not like not a big Brady guy. But I mean, he's the goat, man. He's he's really he's the goat. He's I, and it seems like you definitely aren't a Brady guy. Uh, yeah. So I, it's it's not that I'm not. I've come around to the fact where he's got to be at least up there considered with the greatest football players of all time. Um, but that, and then my, we get into this whole greatest of all professional sports, and then my. You know, you're trying to compare him to LeBron James and Michael Jordan and all these guys, which I don't think is a thing. You're trying to compare him to these individual athletes, and you're trying to compare LeBron and MJ to individual athletes. It's tough to do. So I get it. Um, I, I think, yeah, you probably you're probably right. But here's my here's my thing on it, and I I got on Ke- I got I got on uh, Keyshawn J's uh, J Will and Zubin saying this, bro. And I and I'll believe this till the day I die. To be to be completely honest, the only reason we call this man the goat, and I'm not saying he's great. Like people think when I say this shit that I'm shading on Brady. I'm like hating on Brady. It's like, bro, I really don't like him. But like, I know he's great. But like, I'm a Giants fan. We got him twice. Fuck him. But like, let me just say, the only reason we call this man the goat is because of his accolades, bro. Like we ain't calling this man the goat because he's out here doing shit like that's phenomenal. Like. He, we out here doing crazy throws and, like, doing shit that's unreal. Like, he's primarily been a boring pocket-passing quarterback with incredible accolades, an incredible winning record, with an incredible coach for over two decades. So, it's like, for me, okay, he went and did it on his own. So, he shut me up. He won a seventh ring. If he wins more, I'm fucking bone. But, like, he could be done now. He, he won that ring also on the defense and the rushing and fucking Aaron Rodgers blowing it and bad calls. And when I think of Brady and a lot of his rings, that's what I think of. I don't think of greatness. I don't think of like MJ, like just fucking winning all six. And everyone says, oh, well, he didn't win all, you know, he didn't win in his first four or five years. And they th- say LeBron, oh, well, he 
he hasn't, you know, his record, he hasn't have as many wins. So there are valid points, but I think that's the whole point. It's preference. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I get what you're saying. I mean, but who did he, like, for New England, who did he have on the offensive side of the ball? Like, I mean, he had Bill Belichick, which obviously that's a different story, but. I think that brings up a. Welker, he had Rob Gronkowski. He, what running backs did he have? Did he have any special running backs? Like, I don't know, man. He know, he definitely knows how to win. He yeah, no, I agree. Uh, no, I agree. Like it's uh it's tough to argue the opposite and and it's it was easier until I think he went out and won this year regardless of how it went down. Um I, I do think this year he had a loaded team compared to his teams that he's won. Yeah, with. for sure, and that was my whole kind of thing going. I didn't think he was going to win with the Bucks though, to be completely honest, bro. I, I would I did not think, especially his first year, but like even like what, he had 2-3 years. I'm like, "Bro, he ain't going to win there." Like, goddamn, like heading to the end. Of, like, bro, and it wasn't easy, and obviously like he did it and his path was tough, but like the defense was incredible and all that rushing game. It all leads into it for me. It's the whole thing where it's like I could never have him above anyone that else, like other those team sports or individual because he only plays offense. He don't play defense and shit, and all those others would. And I don't know. It brings up a good, it brings up a real good conversation for me though. Heading back to when he first left, where I'm like, bro, the biggest thing that we're gonna talk about right now, a year from now, which you know he won the Super Bowl five years, ten years from now, is this whole breakup from New England. And how Bill kind of shakes out from this and how he should. Bro, Tom Brady could leave right now and he won it. Like, no I, like no matter what Bill does. Like, he proved right then and there, like, he's basically the reason. Unless Bill can fucking rattle off some Super Bowls, which I don't think he's going to do. Like, the Pats are in a fucking hellhole if I go and say and look at it with everything that they got going on. So, I think that's a real interesting one, too, that you kind of touched on. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I You know, there's... Bill's weird, you know. There's, I feel like there's a lot of guys that come out and like they don't like to play for him, and they they come out and now it's coming out like years later. They're like, ah, I don't know, you know, Bill Belichick. So for me, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady as a duo were the reason they won. Tom Brady, I think, is maybe 65 percent of that, but Bill is still one of the greatest coaches of all time. And I wouldn't throw it all. Okay, the Patriots won all those Super Bowls because of Tom Brady. They won because of the both of those guys. Yeah, I agree. No, I agree that's a take. I feel like Tom, the recency bias gives a lot of that to Tom and obviously where the Pats are at, but I couldn't agree more with that. Like Tom, Tom wouldn't have won all those Super Bowls if it wasn't for being teamed up with Bill Belichick. I couldn't agree yeah. more with that. Uh, let's see. I did have a couple random ones in the NBA. Um, obviously, you're a Knicks guy, and so the Knicks, they are what they are kind of like my friend he's a Knicks fan and wants the Knicks to win a championship but if not he's going to look around and, and watch the rest of the league how do you feel about James Harden going to Brooklyn I need to I need to get uh this take out of you are you a big James Harden guy no not a big James Harden guy not a big Brooklyn Nets guy KD and Kyrie should both be in Knicks uniforms right now uh that was terrible that, that that's what they decided to do they will win championships they will win I do not like James Harden though I'm not a big and I'm after what Kyrie's been pulling the last couple of years, I'm not really a big Kyrie guy. I like I like KD, man. He's got a lot of heart. He knows how to score the basketball, and he plays defense. So, you know, I like him, but the other two guys, um, whatever. Yeah, if, I like, agree. If Kyrie came to New York now, looking back on it, and he pulled all the shit that he was pulling in the beginning of this year in New York. You'd be pissed. I'd be like, I'd be like trade him. Yeah, you'd be pissed. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, uh, I like KD. I wanted to see him be able to do it on his own. 
and it I did sick to see him do it in New York. I did. Per- I did particularly think that, and I don't know. I've been saying this for a minute. And I'm gonna continue to uh, be on this hill to, and die on it probably. Uh, I thought the Nets had a better chance to win a ring with with before trading for James Harden. And I know that kind of sounds crazy, and and James Harden is a great player, and it's oh you're throwing shade on James Harden. I'm not really a big James Harden guy. I don't think he's been a championship type of guy. And I don't think he's been a type of player that you're going to rely on to win a championship. Bringing him and pat- matching up with those two obviously creates a big three. You're like, oh, shit. You lost a lot of depth if you're a Brooklyn Nets fan. You lost a lot in terms of the defensive side of the ball. Go look at the stats on it. It's it's not great. So it'll it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out with them playing a real good game the other night and you know beating the Warriors and everyone's like oh and then they'll get blown out the next night it's a lot of what I've been seeing but they're also nine and one against teams that are above 500 so it's like oh you got where you read into it um I am curious on this though uh there's obviously the goat debate between uh LeBron and MJ and I look I got a I got an MJ goat sweater and I didn't I never even got to see him much of MJ but I've always been this guy that was like and I I love LeBron too. Don't get me wrong. I've always been this guy that MJ is the goat, right? In in basketball, I'd be like that. That's what it is for me. And, and then I got to thinking more about it, and maybe it's been I've been potting more, but maybe it's more I just been watching LeBron James, and and I've gotten to this thing. Oh hell yeah, I've gotten to this thing where I'm like, yo, it is not over this whole conversation until LeBron James hangs it up. And that's kind of how I feel about all these debates, and he just won his fourth championship after being in 10 or whatever it was i mean i forget all the numbers but it's incredible what he did and what he's done and what he's going to continue to do and what he's doing right now and i just ask you do you think he has a chance to at least get into or has he gotten to or is he never going to get into that conversation for you oh man i have been waiting for this topic since you asked me to be on this podcast i cannot wait about this Love it. LeBron James is the greatest of all time. 130% is the greatest of all time. Offensively, defensively, he's the most valuable player ever to play in the NBA. By any by any means, any means, he's the most valuable player to ever play in the NBA. Michael Jordan was a, be- a little bit of a better scorer than him. Defensively and all-around NBA player, LeBron James, greatest of all time. I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more with how I've been seeing it lately. And if he gets a few more rings, that's what it's about for me. It's the accolades, right? That's what everyone will say. You can say it just like you did right now and probably be factual. Like, I didn't get to see it, but you watched the last dance we all did. Like, yeah, MJ was pretty nasty. But different era. LeBron James doing it way longer. LeBron James doing it different style, playmaking, doing a bunch of stuff MJ didn't do that I don't think people appreciate. It's all about the hardware now. If he gets one more, I think he's past him. I really do. He doesn't have to match him with six. If he gets five with what it's going to be, 11 11 appearances and nine straight or something ridiculous, bro, it don't matter. You ran into the uh, the Dynasty Warriors, which is what I'm going to pull like my dude, my other dude, Rich says all the time for Harden. I'm be like, bro, LeBron ran into Dynasty Warriors. What do you want? Fucking bullshit. So I do think it's real close. Uh, I'm glad I brought it up for you. I'll get you out of here on a couple fun ones. Uh, you're the hockey guy. You, I don't remember. I don't remember if I ever asked you this or got to uh, 
link up with you on this at all. I know I saw you a few times at Coastal, which is dope. So I'm linking up now with a Coastal alum, which is fire. But uh, that was like the hot spot to golf. You play any golf, bro? You play any golf? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love golfing, bro. Like, bro. I always, you're, you're definitely better than me, but I've gotten a lot better the last couple years. I love golf. Well, here's the thing about me being better than you. Like, not, not trying to sound, not trying to toot my own horn, but like, not I'm going to be better than the most, like, avid golfer what i can do is teach you some golf maybe get you a little better we can link up play nine holes which i'd love to do so if you ever come around yeah bro if you come around at all please let me know uh i'd love to fucking link up and and play some golf or do something or see you see you i haven't seen you in a minute bro that'd be fire so uh like i said appreciate you coming on and talking sports to me you're always welcome to to fire it up if you got some time and stuff and good luck with your project uh that you're working on and like i said everything that you did for me to you know come on and talk some sports means a lot bro sick man thanks for having me i'll definitely be back on soon anytime there's any breaking news in new york just uh let me know i'll, I'll definitely be a, you know a quick live show i'll be ready to go yeah bro you're always welcome that was fire love the love the slight accent and also this is just another slight thing to throw in i know we're kind of like boys on the connection to ccu and you coming on the pod now but when I was like 10 or 11, 12, like middle school age, I took a trip to Florida. It was, uh, we used to do this shit when I was like a kid traveling on like week vacations. It was like one of my favorite things to do. The best vacation I ever had, I took a trip to Florida. I met this kid from Long Island. That's where you're from, right? From Long Island at a b-ball court. Hung out with him my entire vacation. Said I was going to meet up with him in Long Island. Like I had a car and shit and could just whip it there. Which I can do now. Couldn't do when I was 10. Shout out to uh, Long Island, bro. One of the best dudes I ever met was from Long Island. We were balling. We were fucking shredding dudes on the court. That was back when I was in my prime. Don't you even worry. 10 or 11. That was my prime. Thanks for putting Long Island on the mat, man. I appreciate it. All right. Much love, bro. That was good shit. Appreciate you. Thank you, bro. All right. Peace. Be good. Love that. Hey, love that. That was fire. I covered a lot of sports today, man. I was slinging it on the sports today. Another Rich Square conversation got in. Raj is supposed to come back through. In, I believe he said Wednesday. Talk about some Pebble Beach results. a lot man a lot going on in the world of sports for sure and uh it's been it's been a lot of fun uh getting the conversation spread a little bit a couple more people on the on the pod these past couple weeks it's uh meant a lot to me really trying to grow the conversation hoping to get a few more hoping to get a few that have been here back uh it's really what it's all about for me man um, I'm not sure how much more time I'll have left this winter to be really grinding it and working on it, you know, trying to do a few more things with it and this and that. And now I got to get a hard drive to try and transfer some of my stuff so I can still post it. And it's, it's this whole process for sure. Uh, I love doing it. I love talking sports. I love trying to get more people to do it with me. And it's been, uh, it's been an interesting year trying to get it to where it's at for me. 
uh, now I'm sitting in my what was my neighbor's chair with a different setup thanks to him and all kinds of this and that thoughts and that it's it's a lot but days like today mean a lot to me rich first time coming through my guy from long island is what i'm gonna call him richie from long island rich hot takes coming through in the earlier part one talking a little bit all things nba and we covered a lot of sports today that's all i had for the airwaves appreciate all listening as always and as always still no shame what i had to say just a man with a nickname until next time everybody peace and love stay safe out there you listen to Seggy Station, tuning out.